This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 18 of the Fantasy Football Podcast, Luton Digital. I'm joined by my co-host, Steve. On what is a snow-ridden day, but we have another packed episode today. Let's get straight on with it. Emails and tweets. Yes, and we've had some uh, feedback from uh, Mr. Mark Burrows on Twitter, who says uh, that not to look at too much what he's doing on his team because he has made a lot of bad transfers and that is confirmed by the stats. If you need to uh, get in touch, you know what to do. You're listening to Luton Digital. Get in touch via LutonDigital.com. As usual, now is the time to reflect on the previous game week and I can say that it was quite a low scoring game week. The average points was just 42 and it was a game week where loads of the top six teams were either beaten or drew. And we have um, Man United who drew against Burnley and they got a an equaliser in the last few minutes thanks to Victor Lindelof. Perhaps the biggest shock of the week is um, Newcastle actually beat Man City. Man City didn't play very well and Newcastle capitalised on their mistakes and um, it's quite extraordinary how Newcastle beat them because Newcastle's squad is quite a lot cheaper than Man City's enormous expensive squad. And then what happened on Wednesday is Bournemouth beat Chelsea 4-0. More, more on that later, what that means for Chelsea prospects in talking points and then another shocking result was Liverpool drew 1-1 to Leicester and, and what all that means of course for our own league Sam is obviously a lot of managers were relying on Salah he didn't turn up and I think as we'll find out shortly that may well have had a big impact also one other thing I could add to reflections is the top two highest scoring players for this game week in first place was Josh King, who played a big part in Bournemouth's demolition 4-0 of Chelsea. He got 16 points. And in second place is Alexander Mitrovic, who was also among the goals in Fulham's 4-2 win against Brighton. And that people are saying that the arrival of the man you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, Mr Ryan Babel, has freed up Mitrovic and is making more chances. Something... To keep an eye on. Manager of the week. And it's congratulations to Philip Dupuy and his team, Bayern Large, who have 68 points and are this week's manager of the week. Shout out as well to Thiago, who, new to the league, got 67 for second place. Saburi, a new name in the top Three with 66 points. Remarkable that he actually captained Kane, uh, obviously injured. Our Australian friend Evan Weeks had 65 points. Danny Morgan, the Arsenal fan, 62. So those were the top five. A quick look in detail now at 
Phillips team. He's already played his free hit, but uh, what a great performance. And it actually has main meant that uh, this last season, in fact, was his best ever season, um, attracting the ranking of 193,000 in the world. Um, he has this week in his team he had Brooks with 12 points Pogba 7 points Bangiang 12 Jimenez 12 some solid performance there Alonso didn't play of course and Altovic got just the two Chilwell scored for him 7 Johnny Otto uh, to his friends also got some points so a great performance from Philip to secure the manager of the week. League table. Time now for the league table. In first place is still Sabo and he's 24 points ahead of second place Alex Perry. Both of them two have quite low, had quite low scoring game weeks with Samo in getting 37 while Alex Perry got 40. However, in third place, Danny Morgan, the Ferris, had quite a good week, 62 points. He was in contention for manager of the week. He moves on to 1,398. In fourth, who's gone down to fourth, is Haggerston United, who once again didn't have a great game week, 38 points. He is 13 points off Danny Morgan. And also, back down to fifth place, is four more specials. Steve, your own team, you've got 40 points and won 1,381. So only four points off Tom Kershaw. In sixth place is um, Evan Weeks, our Australian friend, who also had quite a decent game week, 65. I imagine a lot of them points are from Aubameyang, as he is an Arsenal fan. He sits just two points off your team, Steve. In seventh is Mark Burrows, it's coming home. Also of another good game week, 59, 1,347. In eighth is Ollie Gunners. Ollie Dowd's team with 54, 1, 000, he's only two points off Mark Burrows. And then, quite a bit for, and then is my team in ninth with 39 points, and I'm quite a few points off eighth place. And there's an interesting scrap down there for the, you know, the places that typically Watford, Leicester, and those sort of teams fight it out for Sam because I'm just noticing that uh, you've got uh, the Todd as you say below you and then a man who's fast catching up uh, Mr. Big Practitioner in the Agile world Mr. Loz Newbold with 13-2-1 Patrick Cunningham who we've talked about before is very much a player for one of these Europa League places and Cameron Taylor just below him so it's uh, they're all 130 off the lead Interesting name to watch out for in eighth, Ollie Dowd, of course, who famously did the Devon Lock moment last year. 30 points clear going into the final game week, Sam. And through a little bit of unlock, unluckiness, and failing to captain Van Arnold or even select him, he crashed and burned. Talking points. Talking point number one is in preparation for the first double game week of the season this upcoming game week. As you, as many listeners will know, as we said last game week, Man City and Everton are both playing twice. Man City play Arsenal and Everton, and Everton play Wolves, then City. 
question is, what City and Everton players are you considering to get in? What are your thoughts, Steve? Well, tough question as always, Samo. Um, you've got to be looking at Richarlison and Sigurdsson. Maybe even Keane, as Dina is out. Bickford was worth a shout in the keeper department. City are looking for two or three players. Aguero, the keeper, Edison, Sterling, Silver, Sané. They're all good shouts. They're all good shouts, Sam. Just a question, really, of what we're seeing the last few game weeks is the unpredictable how can you cater for that? Because we've got a lot of managers here, a lot of managers. I'm thinking Sam Owen, Alex Perry. They will not do the unpredictable. I think the only one really who is a gambler, a genuine gambler, Mr. Ollie Doward. So watch out for him in eighth place. Real chance. Yes, I think um, you, you could consider Sigurdsson for Everton. He takes penalties and he's on a few set pieces and... He's been he's not in amazing form. But there's Charleston as well, who scored against Huddersfield. I think you could also consider him. He hasn't but before that Huddersfield game he hasn't he hadn't really done much. But he is against Wolves and Man City, and I would not be surprised if he scored. And as for Man City, there is, there are quite a few options. Of course Pep Guardiola is probably going to rotate some of his players for either of the games. But um, I think the keeper, Edison, probably won't be rotated. And he could be a good shout, but Man City's defence this year haven't really kept a lot of clean sheets. And then then there's the defence. You could consider Laporte, although I had him earlier in the season and he didn't score a lot of points for me. And as for the midfield, the the central midfield slot, I feel like there might be quite a bit of rotation. You could go for Kevin De Bruyne, but he hasn't really hit form this season and he is very expensive. And then there's the two silvers, but um, I think I find them a little bit unpredictable. But the options who I think me, Steve and many other managers might be going for are Sterling and Sané. Sterling isn't in the greatest of form, but Sané is, is Sané's doing all right. But I think these are two games City has to win, and I think um, they'll be up for it, and hopefully they'll score a shared load of points. And then for the strikers, you could also go for Aguero. I think many managers might be swapping Aubameyang, who is against Man City, out for Aguero this game week. Have we got any more talking points, Sam? Because... Um... There's only so much we can say about this double game week. What other talking points have we got? Have we got any? Um, yes, I think we do have another talking point, which is what to do with Chelsea players. Chelsea did play Bournemouth and they lost 4-0. And they're not in very good form. You're getting rid of Alonso, I hear. Um, not this coming game week. I am. It's a bit ridiculous that I've still got him after all this time mm. since I brought him in. But I think he'll probably just sit on my bench for this game week. Expensive bench option, Samo. Expensive bench option. I can't really afford to get rid of him because that would be um that'd be quite a few transfers. But in the next few game weeks, I may look to get rid. Well, what about Hazard? Who's he's eleven million. He's got Huddersfield next. But I think quite a few managers are actually looking to get rid. What are your thoughts, Steve? I get rid. Talking point of my own, Sam, I, I like to uh, wish a very fond farewell to a player that I think both of you, you and I have both owned this season. He's departed for 
Turkey, in fact, on a slow boat to Turkey. And it's uh, Camera from Fulham, cheapest striker in the league, second cheapest striker in the league. Um, are you? Have you still got him? Um, I've still got him, but he will be going next game week. Yes, I do have Camera. He's my 15th man currently. And I think I will look to get rid of him, but not this game week. He's free to just sit on my bench, but I don't think he'll be collecting any points anytime Turkey. soon. What other talking points are there, Sam, or is uh, that the completion of this section this week? Well, that might be the completion of this section this week if we don't have any more stats from Fantasy Premier Tools. Not really. I was just looking at the transfers uh, in already, and uh, our old friend Mr Thomas Durrani has already made three transfers. Uh, He tends to make three transfers a week, um, and... Obviously, a couple of his chips have gone. There were a couple of uh, wild cards uh, last week, Samo, because I know you're you're pretty interested in in who has done that. And we had wild cards from Neil, Alina, and Kieran. And of course, Thomas played his bench boost last game week. Um, but a lot of people were caught out by the captaining of Salah. Player ownership, our most popular player is Salah with 70%. 66% have Wan Bazaka and Rashford. And the players who hardly anyone has got include, and this is probably Ollie Dowd who's got him, Chambers, who's the outer defender defender playing in midfield for Fulham and he scored midweek. Um, and the desperate Arsenal fans who are still maintaining with Zaka and Lacazette and if you did have Francis you were rewarded obviously because he came off the bench in the oh no it's Daniels sorry it's Daniels uh, my mistake and apologies but Francis Cook and Daniels all the Bournemouth players are owned by just three percent would you believe Sam that we've only got one manager who currently have has Josh King game week preview First game of game week 25 is Spurs versus Newcastle, the 12.30 kickoff. What are your predictions for that game, Steve? Well, I was looking at Lorente because he was 5.6, may go up to 5.7 for this game. Spurs, um, and it's really quite funny because they went out of the cup twice, didn't they? And there were a few articles a few weeks ago saying that, you know, they were now title contenders. And the, basically the hope builds up then they suffer a catastrophic defeat and the hope goes down again. And I've noticed that what's happened again, some people again writing them up as uh, titled contenders. Um, so let's just hope Newcastle go to Wembley and do the business. I don't think they will, but Lorente has got to be a valid option. I go for a Spurs win. What do you think will happen Brighton versus Watford? Well, Watford are very good at the moment. Um, Brighton are quite good at home. So I see a 1-0, a 1-0 to somebody. Burnley versus Southampton. Well, stand by for some sensational Burnley news from myself uh, later on in the show. But for that one, I am going a Burnley win and a clean sheet. Chelsea versus Huddersfield. Rumours are that he is has lost the dressing room, may not be much longer for the job. And I wouldn't rule out Mr Frank Lampard taking the hot seat before too long. But I'll go for a narrow Chelsea win. Maybe a, f- a first goal for Higuain. Crystal Palace versus Fulham. Well, of course, Zaha is suspended for this, but the breaking transfer news, Batshuayi is coming in for Palace. Can he make his debut in that game? I believe so. 
Fulham are looking better, but they don't win away. So let's go Palace win. Everton versus Wolves. Tough one to call this because uh, Everton haven't been playing well apart from that win at Huddersfield. Wolves pretty good against West Ham. I think I may go a score draw. And for the 5.30 game, Cardiff versus Bournemouth. I think Bournemouth may win this one. They seem to have regained a bit of form. They have just beaten Chelsea 4-0 and it wouldn't surprise me if they beat Cardiff again, but probably by 2-0. The only thing with that, Sam, is that, you know, they, I didn't see the highlights, admittedly, of the Chelsea game, but apparently Chelsea were all over in the first half. The counter-attack Bournemouth are good against teams who attack. Are Cardiff a team who are going to have lots of possession and attack them? The Bournemouth are going to get the counter-attack in space. I would say no, I think. So the, the Bournemouth are going to have to attack them, which may mean it's going to be a narrower game than you think. But who knows? Let's go. Score draw. And as for the Sunday games, the first off, first up is the um, five past two game: Leicester versus Man United. Yeah, Leicester good against Liverpool, and United not as good against Burnley as they have been. But and those these games historically have been quite a lot of goals. And I remember the was it the five three of a few years ago. So let's say a big two two. Draw two to draw there. City Arsenal, Sam. You you predict this one? City Arsenal. I think I think Man City will win this. I think last time Arsenal played a big team. No, um, last time they played a big team was Chelsea, and they won that. But before they played Liverpool, and they lost five one after scoring first, I do believe, and I'm not sure their defense will be able to handle City's defense. I think their attack may get a goal in this game, but ultimately I think City will win this one. 2-1 or 3-1 for me. West Ham, Liverpool, Monday night football. We haven't had Monday night football for a while. Your view? I think Liverpool will win this one. I saw someone say that Liverpool are better away from home. I'm not quite sure if that is completely true, but I don't see West Ham troubling Liverpool too much. And the West Ham have just lost 3-0 to Wolves in the last game week. I think Liverpool will win this 2-0. And another game, Everton City, the double game week game. So, Sam, how do you see that one going Wednesday night? I'm actually predicting this game to be Everton 1, Man City 4. I think they might go big in this game. And I think um, Man City's attack, Sterling, Sané, Aguero slash Jesus may go big and get some goals. One thing thinking about, Sammy, look out the window, obviously we have snow, the snow all over the UK. Do you see any of these games getting called off? Because it's that that can sometimes make the table a little bit unpredictable because you don't know which game could get postponed. Do you see that happening? Or with the modern stadia and all the helpers, will all these games go ahead? Possibly. Very wise, that was the Game Week preview. Big one, Matthew. This pod, I have been talking about City players all week, so it's no surprise that my big one, Matthew, is a City player. I've got to go with Sané. I think he'll probably get a lot of game time in the two games. I think he may go big, big, big and score some goals and get some bonus points. And I think he'll do well against Everton, and Arsenal, whose defences aren't great. Harry the Cat's Mystic Prediction. 
It's a tricky one this week, uh, the Mystic Prediction. I spoke to the cat earlier and I showed him all the fixtures and he put his paw, surprisingly, on that final game. I just have got a suspicion that Everton may get something from the game against City. So that is Harry the Cat's Mystic Prediction. You're listening to Luton Digital. Get in touch via LutonDigital.com And one person who got in touch this week with Luton Digital to ask her to review um, her team, ask us to review her team is Helen Jerome, who asks us to review Barnet Salona, who is in 15th place. This is her team. She has keepers Alison Etheridge, Defence, Dotty, Robertson, Dina, Wambasaka, Pereira, midfield, Fraser, Salah, Pogba, Felipe Anderson, Camarasa, and up front, Jimenez, Aubameyang, and Rashford. OK, so we've got some historical notes here from uh, Premier Fantasy Tools, just about Helen as a manager. She enjoyed her best season, in fact, in... In... No... Yes, her best season was uh, 2011 when she came 79. 2009, in fact, when she came 67,000 in the world. This year, she started off very, very well, game week one, two, and three. Then she's had a bit of a dip going down into the 2.6 millions around about game week 10. But a steady recovery ever since, and she now sits at just. One hundred and one million and three hundred thousandth in the world, which of six million managers puts her, Sam, in the top twenty two percent. Take us through her team. What surgery would you perform? Well, first up, she has Dina, who was sent off last game week against. I can't, I can't actually remember who was sent off against. Apologies. I would probably look to replace Dina with. Maybe a city defender such as Laporte. He may get he may get a clean sheet. Um, you could also look to get in Bedner at the um, cheap Southampton defender. But Helen isn't exactly. She doesn't need a lot of money. She does have one point one million in the bank. So one of them two options. Or when Trent Alexander Arnold returns, I don't think we back for the West Ham game. But when he does return, you could bring him in for that game. As for, as for the midfield, Fraser, Salah, Pogba and Felipe Anderson. Or maybe you could get rid of Felipe Anderson to Richarlison, who has a double game week like we have mentioned. Fraser doesn't seem too bad. He is in the blank game week, which is coming up soon. We haven't talked about that yet. And Salah, Pogba, Camarasa, not too bad, but there is lack of City players there. And as for the strikers, Jimenez, Aubameyang, Rashford, my thinking is you could possibly upgrade Aubameyang to Aguero, who hopefully will play in the double game week this week. So, Sam, we're looking at these stats. Um, Helen has only managed to select the correct captain um, 12 out of 24 game weeks. So who should she captain this week? Um, Because that's a pretty low record. Well, if you go with my one of my suggested changes to bring in Aguero, you could captain him. Or if you want to be a 
go and do a go and make a differential captain choice. You could select Richarlison, who you also could possibly bring in for Felipe Anderson, who isn't in the greatest form. Now, famous for budgeting, uh, interesting stat for you here about Helen's team. She's only made 22 transfers all season, and the total cost of those transfers, the total points cost, Sam, would you believe, is just eight points. Incredible, incredible. That's very, very good management, you could have to you'd have to say. Her most popular formation is the three five two. The three five two in terms of what gets her the points. Uh, but she's also played three four three, she's played four three three, four four two, so a bit of variety there, suggesting she's not welded to one uh position. Uh in game week twenty, Sam, would you believe Helen left 30 points on the bench. But on average, she leaves nine points on the bench. It's not too bad. Um, and she's correctly got the right keeper 18 out of 24 game weeks. A lot of uh, points statistic, by the way. Obviously, because the goalkeeper usually plays uh, is, is by the goalkeeper. But 18 out of 24 suggests she knows a pair of safe hands. Any other thoughts on Helen's team, Sam? No, not not a bad team to be honest. I think you I think Helen will probably replace Dina this week. Interesting. Her most uh, started player is Jimenez, who she started twenty three game weeks uh, with a, a historic family connection to. Wolverhampton. Kane is her most profitable player with 159 points, but her most effective is Salah, who's averaging 10 points a game week for us. She's captained Aguero the most. That's seven times. And her favourite bench warmer is Etheridge, who sat on the bench 18 times this season. Her favourite team, in terms of the players she picks from, is Liverpool with 52 player starts that completes our analysis of helen's team best of luck to you this game week my team your team two changes from me this game week to prepare for the double game week of city and everton playing twice i'm bringing in sterling and bednarek for hazard and dina nice play sam uh one change so far for me the keeper, Button, has been replaced because Ryan's back. Uh, but I haven't replaced him with Ryan. I've replaced him with Tom Heaton from Burnley, who I referenced earlier. And he may well get the gloves over Etheridge, uh, although both are at home this weekend. Last time I put Etheridge on the bench, of course, he got 15 points. So I'm slightly scared, but I've got two decent keepers now. And there may be one more change, which will be Hazard exiting for Sigurdsson. Or Richarlison, certainly an Everton player. Uh, I may do that. Yes, Benderet gives me slightly more money. And I think I may look to get rid of Alonso and Camera in the next few weeks. But right now, I'm happy with them just sitting on my bench. And I'm not sure whether Alonso could possibly start Huddersfield. If he does, that would be a bonus 
My golden gamble this week is quite simple. Probably Sané or Sterling. Probably going to go with Sané as he's in the better form. He's playing twice. I think he'll deliver points. Yeah, same for me, Sam. Sané or Sterling. Haven't decided yet. I'll probably go with the one that you don't, just so that it covers us for points at the weekend. The fourth official has indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes time allowed. Three minutes time allowed. Thanks everyone for tuning into the podcast this week. We wish every manager the best of luck going into this very important game week. And it looks like things are going to be shake, shake, shaking up this season with many double game weeks, blank game weeks, and managers may have to think outside the box in the next few week games. Yes, and I think you're right, Sam. Their one hope is us. I, re- I talk, we talked about earlier. Let's hope that this season, for once, fortune favours the brave. Goodbye, everyone. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points. <laughs>